0: Radio influence.
1: .com.
2: Hey, hey, welcome back to Live Bold and Boss Up. It's your girls, Steph and Ash, back at it again. And today we have a great chat with Nicole Izziak and Danielle Sherwin from Bassage Live. They're sisters. They are third generation business owners of this company. The company has been around since the 50s mm-hmm. and they do any kind of event from like weddings to like concerts to different events. So if you you know are interested or need someone specializing in that, let us know. We'll hook you guys up. Uh, but the dynamic between these two is really cute. It kind of reminds me of how Steph and I are. Um, except for they like, they like to argue a
1: little bit more than we do. Well, I think <laughs> their dynamic is so fun because like, they will just say whatever's on their mind uh-huh. and they'll have no problem being like, no, right. I don't agree with that, but it's like in such a loving sisterly way <laughs> Yeah, that, um, they were so much fun to talk to.
2: Yeah. It was a really great conversation. I think we learned a lot from them just about. How you can jump into business without knowing what the business is and really hiring people that are smarter than you in that particular area, right? and and not not being afraid to say, "Okay, hey, you know more about this than I do." Mm-hmm. and really leveraging their employees' knowledge and then their knowledge to grow the business and change it. It was, it's really admirable it's um inspiring too right because you don't this shows that you don't need to know everything about a particular business to start
1: one yeah it'd be technical right at all yeah yeah no it's a lot of fun it's very insightful okay. where do we start
2: how about telling us a little bit about how, when did you find out you get to have this opportunity to even purchase this company? Like that must've been really cool time. We like, didn't have a choice. You <laughs> didn't have a choice. It was like the godfather said. It you was have
3: like, to. it was like mom and dad went
0: out. What do you want to do? Yeah. Oh they, were, they were done. Okay. They were done. So it was a matter of, they basically came to us and said, we're done. If you guys don't take this over, we're done. Like they didn't even, they didn't even care what, they got out of it, it, they were done. So, um, I, they had been through, they'd been, you know, they've neither one of them were business people. Um, my father was a salesperson and he's always worked in the liquor and wine business. My mother was a second grade, first grade, second grade teacher all of her life. So, for them, um, I think it had run its course and there were some challenges that they just didn't want to deal with anymore. And they were ready to retire and enjoy their grandkids and, they checked out,
2: so that um, was great of them to be like, "Hey guys, do you want to do right, this?"
1: Yeah.
2: And so were you guys like, "Oh yeah, obviously." i no. It. Like, no, where were we you were- in that stage of your life? Like, were you on a totally different traje- tra- trajectory? Trajectory.
3: I still had. I mean, what Cole was what two ish when we were two and a half or whatever, and I was like, "I'm mommy first for me all day long," and I was not ready to be working all day and not spend time with him when he wasn't in school. So I was not ready. Like this was not the timing. I, want, I was ready if my kids were in school full-time. Right. But he was not. I did not want to miss those preschool years, which this has still afforded me the opportunity to be involved in that. But it was a lot of work for the past, what, year and a half, I would say. Yes. It's been a lot of work.
1: And this is a third-generation family-owned company. So mm-hmm. this is like your family's baby. So, like, no pressure. Right. <laughs> Take it over. Right. And um, just – just having that opportunity, like Ash said, I think is amazing, but then, yeah, it has to be a lot of pressure whenever you're not even like, that's not what your mind was set on. Like, right. I'm going to take over the right. company.
0: And it was never, um, it was never really discussed. There was never really, a um uh, a plan put forth with succession, plan. a succession plan with my parents and mm-hmm. us. Like we never discussed it. Like it was never something that was put on the table. Um, but going back to the third generation. So my mother's godfather started the business in 1957 because he had a love for theater and where he found his passion was in the stage lighting. And so that's how base stage lighting was found or born. And then, um, he started getting sick. I mean, we're talking about 1957 and 1998. So what is that? 40 years. He started getting sick. His health started declining. And my mother and father wanted to own a business. And my mother and father met in um, they met in theater and musical theater. So they always kind of had a love for the entertainment industry and theater. And they had both worked at base stage uh, lighting when they were younger and in their younger adulthood. So they kind of, when Sam's health started declining, they kind of felt like, Oh, this is an opportunity for us to own a business and something that we can pass on to our daughters. And I think this all stemmed from when my father worked for Seagram's, he was laid off and he had a really hard time finding a job because of his age, because of his um, qualifications, you know, that whole like overqualified and Oh yeah. And this is back the market in the 80s, yep. mm-hmm. um, late 80s. So I think he really struggled with that. And I think it left a mark on him. And he was like, I never want my kids to have to worry about where they're going to find work. Um, so that I think that was a big, uh, motivator for them to purchase this business from Sam. So then this happened in 1998, they purchased the business. I was, had just graduated from high school. So I had already kind of done all my you know high school things my mom and dad were involved in everything but this timing really fell in the height of Danielle's involvement in junior high and high school so I feel like it's more about that as far as like Danielle feels like she was um well I'll let you speak on that but I feel like there was a little bit of miss um as far as my parents being involved in Danielle's growing
3: up because of this them taking on this business which they knew nothing about it mm-hmm. took a lot. It took a lot of their time throughout those, you know, impressionable years in my life. Not that, not that it affected, you know, that much. They were still there. They weren't by any means absent parents, but it was always base stage this, base stage that we got to go to base stage, da, you know, right. summer at base stage, you know, yeah. did you guys work dynamic.
2: there then for the summer? She worked there. I like what, filed, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I I mean did, she
3: was in, you were in junior high school when I this was all in started. 98. I was in eighth grade. I was going into ninth grade.
0: Yeah. So I feel like f- there's a double part of it, right? Like so yes, it's a family business and we want to carry on the tradition. Um but at the same time it's kind of like we didn't give up our lives and our parents to just let this, you know, fall flat. Like mm-hmm. we're going to take we're going to make something of it.
1: I love that. I literally just got this uh-huh. when you said that because it's so exciting like because now y- like it's already a very successful company. It's been around for so long. And then now it's in new hands, sisters, which is totally cool. I want to get more into that working with your sister in a little bit, but like you now want to take it to that next level, which, you know, hasn't been done before going through, we talked about some mergers and acquisitions um, growing the company. You went from like 12 to 23 in a matter yeah. of a short in amount a year, of time,
0: in what in less than a year, because we haven't even hit a one year mark, we've doubled our staff. Which I mean, I'm proud of that. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and it's not just you know, let's just double our staff. I mean, it, we're it's profitable still. So right. you that's know, great. yeah, I think that's a big deal.
2: So, so what's been like the biggest thing that you've had to to learn? Right? You okay? You you get this opportunity to purchase this business that you know nothing about, but like, what's the first thing that you guys did? How did you get yourselves up to speed with, okay, where are we, where do we want to go? Did you have to kind of just crash course that and like figure it out really quickly on what you needed to do? So we've been
0: working in the business for many, many years. Like Danielle, we didn't really work there when they first bought the business, but uh, we both have been very involved in running the business for the last, 5 to 10 years. Okay, so you knew so we where it's already, been. Yeah.
2: Yes. We, we already up to date we on that
1: ourselves into. Okay.
2: Yeah. And did you already know where you wanted to take it or was that a kind of a decision on okay, when you're buying the business you're like okay, where do we want to take this? Like before we get into this, where are we going?
0: We knew that we were willing to take more risks than our parents were. We knew there was an opportunity to to acquire another company. We knew there was an opportunity out there and there were talks, you know, prior to COVID. And then, you know, that obviously kind of fell off the table because, you know, nobody was doing anything during COVID. And then it kind of came back on the table. And then once the decision was made that we were going to move forward with purchasing the company, we knew that we needed to make that acquisition happen as well, because that was an avenue where it was a win-win because, the owners of AVSS were getting into their retirement years and um, their family members weren't stepping
3: up to purchase. So we were, we knew that it was going to help. We had a long time partnership with that company. We always, you know, they used us, we used them. It was a long time partnership and it was just a- It It made made, sense. It made sense. Mm -hmm. There was no, if we didn't do that, it would have been really silly. Right,
1: right. Is it hard for your parents to- not still be involved or oh, are they still not? Because <laughs> <laughs> I yes can only imagine. Yes.
3: <laughs> yes and no. So I, I feel like I talk I talked to my mother 17 times a day. Like she will call her talk one time. And I think she's satisfied with that. We talk a hundred times and it is constant. What's going on at the office? What's going on? What's going on with this person? What's going on with that person? Even yesterday she said, Dan, we need to talk about this tomorrow. And my mom's like, why? What's going on? What's happening with that? And she's <laughs> she just can't, Right.
2: It's funny. But at the
3: same time, she doesn't she doesn't want to be dealing with it, but she wants to know everything that's going on with it. And my dad, too. He's not as, as, you know, you know, in my ear as my mom, Uh uh but they both. I think it's hard for them to take a step back. They want to know why we're doing what we're doing and what we're doing. And I mean, they want it it to be successful and they just want to give their advice. They're experienced, you know, many, many years. I mean, my dad's what, 70 for something, you know, so they, they have they
2: have life. Right. They have I'm sorry.
3: experiences that they want to make sure that we're not making mistakes. Well that's
2: great because you kinda have like these advisors if you choose to yeah. use them or bounce, you know, things off of them if right. you really need to. Which right. Is I choose to use
3: them. She chooses right, right, too.
2: Right. So okay, so you knew already like that's the culture, culture I'm that just you're joking. About.
0: I pick and choose what I wanted. <laughs> I love it. It's As like, an advisor, right? I mean, right. You know, exactly. just take everybody's advice. Right. And you have to process what they're giving you and take into consideration a lot of things and their past and your past and what you want your future to be and what their future was going to be. And
2: then you make your decision from there. Right? right, right. Okay, so you already knew like the culture and everything. So how how is it, how did you keep that culture or you know create that culture into what you needed and then keep it when you were buying other companies and then adding all of those employees, you doubled your staff. How do you maintain that culture that you've always had?
0: I do believe that. um, So AVSS AVSS is the name of the company that we acquired. And I do believe that we had very similar cultures. I don't feel like there was any kind of shock or any kind of, you know, anything crazy. Um, we have been a part of the culture of Bay Stage Lighting and then Bay Stage Live for many years. So when we added AVSS in, I think that a lot of our staff was excited about the merger. And I think AVSS was a little bit, you know, their employees, I think they were excited, yet also maybe a little bit like, oh, like well, what's going to happen? And I think that we've worked really hard to make sure that everyone knows that we are a family business. And once you come and you work for Bay Stage Live, you're part of our family and you're always going to be part of our family regardless of whether you leave or stay or you know we are a true family business and i feel like we've done a good job of making them realize that we are a true family business like no one's going anywhere
2: i mean like everyone has their value and you see that and right yeah as long
0: as our values are aligned we're going to keep forging forward mm-hmm. yeah
1: We talked briefly before about um, just being understaffed and how that's a big problem right now, actually, probably more a couple years ago, Um, but being understaffed and then people feeling overworked, Um, like, how do you see that? Well, I think the tides are turning.
0: I think that um, we're seeing a lot more uh, talent coming out of the woodwork, you know, like maybe even moving to town. I think that the, I feel like I'm doing a lot of the talking. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I feel like I should put my foot in my mouth. so I'm just <laughs> gonna, I'm to, I feel like the, um, the growth in Tampa has been somewhat a part of this. I feel like there's a lot of people looking for work right now and I, we're capitalizing on it. I mean, we've got some great, people that are coming our way, looking for work. And we are right now kind of weeding through, you know, we're interviewing them, we're doing um, talent assessments, and we're just kind of making sure it's important to us that we put the right people in the right mm-hmm. positions. Right. So when we see talent, we're like, come on, let's talk. Let's see where you fit in. And if that means we have to reorganize our entire company to make sure that we put the right talent in the right place, we're willing to do that. And we have done that. We're in the process of doing that. Um, I feel like we're always doing that, but not to a fault. We're also very
3: um, reserved about how we, we're not going to bring anybody in if they don't fit our vibe. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's too much. There's, there's a lot of people looking for work, but there's also positions that we need specific people for. And we're not just going to bring on somebody that we don't feel like fits it because once you're part of us, you're we 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 like yeah. we really do like <laughs> we start that. to love you. Yeah, maybe, unless we don't love you, but we <laughs> really start to love the people, and we don't want we don't we don't want to let anybody go. Right. Like that's not fun. That is awful.
2: Yeah. So you have a lot of technical positions that that you have, and you are you able to like teach them or. You know, not no, you, but maybe your managers or whoever over that department, are they able to teach them that those technical pieces and you hire on culture or are you hi- hiring on culture and the technical side? We're hiring on technical and people,
3: culture? people have to love the industry. People, I mean, it is nights, it is weekends. It is, I mean, you have to love what you do. You have to love seeing an event come together from, you know, from nothing to the end. And you have to know how to plug in microphones and and make sure the sound and use the boards. You have to know all of that stuff.
2: <laughs> what? That was very technically so
3: I am gonna speak technically. I would say the same <laughs> thing. <If you laughs> use the boards and <laughs> plug in microphones. If you want to know what our budget is and how to pay my bills, I got you covered. <laughs> but as far as that stuff, we that's why we have amazing people that Sweet. do that. Like yeah. I don't I don't know that stuff. I'm not ashamed to say that I don't know that stuff. That's not where my specialty is. Mm-hmm. So no we definitely People have to know what they're doing. They have to have the right credentials to do that type of role. But we, they also have to fit with our our culture.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, how is it like working with your sister as business owners, partners? I we we were just talking about we love the dynamic between the two of you and and all that. And I hope our listeners capture that. But like, how is it working with your sister?
3: It's a roller coaster. I'm sure. I think that, um, first of all, we are not, I I don't think that we would be friends if we weren't sisters. Okay. I'm going to say that. And I don't mean that in a nasty way, Mm. but her personality versus my personality, I think we're very different. different. Like, I don't like, I I don't, I say that, but then a lot of my friends are very similar to my sister, (laughs) but, but I just. I don't know that we would be like the best of friends and we were not the best of friends growing up. But I think that our personalities really balance each other out. And I think that is what is amazing in our business. I think people know what they're going to get with her, what they're going to get with me. And they probably play us against each other a lot, oh. to be honest. But we also play our personalities against each other as well. Um, But being partners with someone who is family, which can mean different things to different people. Some people's families are, you know, whatever ours. I think we have an amazing family, but knowing that they're always going to have your back, like, and she's and she's going to be straight up, and I'm going to be straight up. You know, Danielle, you're being defensive. Stop. I mean, I can't tell you how many times she says that to me. Makes me want <laughs> <That> to trigger word. <laughs> but but I mean, it's true. And then I have to before I have a conversation with her, I have to be like Danielle, don't get defensive. Don't get defensive. You know, like, and then your daughter cheers you on. <laughs> exactly. We, I think we balance each other out. I really wouldn't want to work. With anybody else to be honest don't ask me that every day because i might change my answer but today today i like working with her i think there's a level of trust that comes with being sisters
0: and i think that you know there are many families that maybe that isn't there because we have seen some families i mean in our own families we have seen some divides that are really sad um but i do feel like her and i um are very adamant that you know each other first. Like our, we're not going to betray each other. It's not even like on the table. Like it's, it's not even something that I don't even think it's something that we're ever going to have to worry about. Um, mark my words. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like that is something that like, I don't worry about money or, you know, any kind of distrust in any way.
3: She doesn't even know how to get into our bank account. Just <laughs> I'm just joking. Yes, she, she doesn't does.
0: realize, but I do. Yeah, <laughs> that. The bank account. But I don't feel like I need to worry about any of that kind of stuff. And I don't think that she needs to worry about me like stealing money, even though I do know how to get into the bank account. And I <laughs> oh, she to does. <laughs> but I just think that that's kind of a big deal to have that kind of comfort with, with your business partner. And maybe we're naive. Maybe all business partners go into business thinking that way, but I don't know. I, I just feel like that's something that is never for, at least for me, I would never let money, which I think is the big thing that divides partners and families. I would never let that. I mean, I'd rather not have the money than, you know,
3: there's, there's been a lot of tiffs in our family in the past few years, close family members that don't speak or haven't spoken or, and we talk about it all the time. And we're like, this is ridiculous. This is just dumb. Like, let's not, and I think that we both can appreciate that life is short family's valuable people you love are important like why why hurt somebody right. over some of the nonsense that people right. choose to come in between relationships it's just to me it's unnecessary so i don't i don't i don't need that in my life we don't need we don't need to we don't have time for that
0: <laughs> no
1: yeah. I'm not we're not, not to take over the world and
0: <laughs> i don't think our kids would let us do that anyways because mm-hmm. they're like this right. i mean
3: there's three they're like they're very close Um and our parents wouldn't. I mean, my mom, if my mom even thought that we were not talking, she'd start crying. Like I mean, she's yeah. She cries about everything. But that would (laughs) that would not be that would not be okay with our family.
2: I love that. So it's really like the trust thing. You have like this impeccable, I love that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And we don't always agree. No. We're actually there's a situation right now that we are really on two completely different sides about that we're trying to figure out and we need to come up with a solution. Like Mm today. We're not completely on different sides, but we are, you know, I feel very strongly one way and she feels a little bit,
2: a little less
0: strongly that way. Right.
3: Right. Right. So, I mean, we got to work through it. I mean, Mm -hmm. what's the other option we have to.
1: Right. Yeah. And I feel like it's okay to have disagreements. Like that's what like couples have and everyone has, you're not always going to be on the same page, but working it out. And you grow
0: from every one of them, right? Like you're not learning if you're not, disagreeing and hearing different sides and exactly understanding other points of view i mean that's how you learn and grow so
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so danielle
2: oh
1: jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay i'm ready <laughs> where do you see base stage live in the next five to ten years i
3: just want us to grow i want our employees to have a work-life balance I want them to be happy. I want them to enjoy what they do and enjoy being part of our team. I don't like to look at it as they're working for us. Like we are a team. We are absolutely nothing without them. Like I repeat, we are nothing without them because we could not make a show run. So loud. (laughs) (laughs) We could not make a show run and be as beautiful as it is without them mm-hmm. and that each and every one of them are special in their own way. And I just want them to be happy and I want to grow. And I want to be like she said previously, we want to be profitable and that that's all I want. I just want, I just want, I want to be comfortable. Like I want everybody to be able to live comfortably. And I keep saying the same thing. That's it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that, that makes sense.
3: Profitability is really important, though. We can't continue,
0: we can't grow, grow, grow if we're not profitable. And um, there's really no point in being in business if we're not making money because, you know,
1: That's we all have to pay our
0: mortgages and our rent payments that put food on the table. I think it's important that we're making money and we're enjoying our lives. Mm-hmm. And we can only do those things if we're profitable.
3: We have employees that work all around the clock. I mean, I'm telling you, this one employee just took a vacation that she hasn't had in probably over a year. And because she just is constantly doing what's best for base stage. And I want her to be able to have three vacations a year and do what's best for base stage. You know, yeah. I just want us to have enough people to be able to support everyone's
2: happiness. I love that. What's um what's a typical event look like for your team?
0: Curious.
3: We like, do we do
1: from we from do a it.
3: small church production wedding to large corporate events to outdoor concerts to uh, i mean GMF we were there if anybody know you know yeah. i mean yeah so we do a lot of outdoor festivals
0: we do a lot of corporate meetings and conventions um a lot of nonprofit galas um but our business is a live event production company so we do any type of production from sound to video to lighting um special effects staging the whole nine yards we do it all
1: yeah well y'all are growing and building something amazing thank you congratulations on all your success and i know it's going to be very successful in the future and i am i'm excited to see what that looks like Mm -hmm. for you all for both of you and your company so, congratulations! Thank you, thank, thank you very you much for coming on here today. Yeah, yes. having us fun. Yeah,
2: yeah, that I've loved watching you. you guys chit chat like back and <laughs> forth. Your dynamic—it's been amazing. I love
1: it. Yeah. So, thank you so much, and thank you to our listeners. And please like, rate, subscribe. And until next time, live bold and boss up.